Hello, and welcome to Full Core Press. I'm Charles. And I'm Elliot. And guys, we are nearing the end of the 2022-23 season with probably one of the, the craziest finals appearances ever in the Nuggets and the Heat. Not the Nuggets, I don't think, no. Nuggets were the one seed. Was, they were. But every one seed... Oh, wow. Every one seed should be expected to make the finals. Am I wrong? I mean, I don't know. There are... With with the way the East, especially, and the West, too, I guess, was set up, it looked like it could have been anybody's series. It could have been anybody's series at any time. They could have won. Anybody could have gone to the finals. I mean, the Lakers were expected to go to the finals, you know? Not expected, but, like, they could have. And they were, like, what, the sixth seed? Yeah. Like they, they, I mean, they, they were seventh. Seventh, yeah, exactly. Ch- they had a chance, though. Exactly, that's what I I'm mean, saying. I mean, they got swept. But, right. I mean, but, there's always a chance. Right. But like, there's I feel a like chance it, Boston could have won the series. Down and 3-0. We'll, we'll, talk, we'll talk about that. Yeah. We'll talk about that in a sec. But it's just, I don't know. I think this series, or really this whole postseason, has just been one of the most evenly matched. It could have been anybody's ball game at any time. Um, any, it feels like almost everybody had like at least one game where they were like, oh wow, like he looks really cool, you know, he looks really like, you know, he deserves to be out there, he deserves to win, he deserves whatever. And there were a lot of those people. I mean, Jalen Brunson had good games. Obviously, Jimmy Butler dominated, but people like Derek White, like, did not expect him to shine the way he did. Caleb you know? Martin. Caleb Martin absolutely should have been the conference finals MVP, but right. But that, that's like arguably. Say, okay, think about this. LeBron James wins his fifth ring. Mm-hmm. Say it happens one day. Mm-hmm. He averages 27 7. Mm-hmm. Someone on the team averages 38 and like 3. Mm-hmm. Who's the finals MVP? Probably, I, mean, I, I would hope it was the better guy. You know? Exactly. But, it's exactly. pro- but, but NBA has a tendency to choose the better player. Right. Jamal Murray. Should have been the conference MVP. He and, has, and yes. that was that was now that's a different. But, it is. They're both arguably Jamal was really good. Jamal was that guy. Yeah, he, he really was. He really deserved it. Mm-hmm. The shots that he hit. I mean, Jokic hit some shots, but Jamal won them the series. Absolutely. Yeah, I think just. I, I mean, I already just said this, but it's like it's so interesting, like how how even these teams are. And I know that there's going to be some things maybe later down in, in the next few years for the league, and there's there might be some changes in regards to, like, you know, cap space and, and who you can add and who you can, like, whatever. But it looked super even, you know? I feel like almost everybody had at least one guy or two guys that was like, oh, go get us buckets and win us games, and they could, you know? The Heat are the perfect example, like... As un as quote underdog like you know as they were, they were both everybody on that team just kind of like knew what they were doing. They they played basketball. They didn't try to like make any selfish plays. Even Jimmy Butler, who took wild shots all series long, especially in the Celtics series. I mean, it was still like it was it was unselfish. It was whenever he needed to hit them, whenever they needed to call his number, you know, and he had delivered. But I feel like everybody delivered on that team. Yeah, and you know, I want to specify on Miami here. Mm-hmm. They, Miami was the eighth seed, mm-hmm. and let me pull it up, but that playing game, they lost to Atlanta. Yeah. They were near 
losing to Chicago. They were down one point in the end of the third quarter. Yeah. They're down one point. There is a possibility, there is a world where Miami doesn't even make the playoffs or mm. make it out of the plane. Right. They it lose could, both it could, games. It could have been this world too. It was so close. Exactly. Yeah. So the fact that they made it mm-hmm. and then they made it all the way that they did, mm-hmm. I say out of, you know, the toughest runs to the finals, mm-hmm. I'd say this ranks about top five, but it's not number one. Yeah. I don't well, think it's top three even. What would you say is the hardest run? Probably the Dirk year? The 2011? I mean, that's that, that was a tough year. Yeah. I mean, off the top of my head, I can't... I mean, I think you'd have to say there's a chance that you can include 2018 mm-hmm. for the Cavs. I mean, they have LeBron. That's all they need. Right. But even then, though, really, when you look at that team, they had George Hill and J.R. Smith starting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, no Kyrie, all LeBron. Right. I think, I don't know, just even if they don't win the Heat specifically, if, if they don't win, uh, they beat the two best teams in the East. You know, they upset the two best. I mean, I said from literally the start of the season, it's either the Bucks or the Celtics. And I had my money on the Celtics, but the more I looked, the more I was like, oh, Giannis, oh, Bro- Dylan, uh, or not Dylan, <laughs> Brooke Lopez. Um, like, all these guys that they had that were, like, both defensively and offensively just, like, supernaturally gifted. I was like, ooh, these guys could really make a run for it. And I, the Heat just, like, killed both my picks. So, like, it's not that far-fetched to say, ooh, they're going to beat the, the Nuggets, especially since a lot of the players on the Heat roster have uh, had championship, or not championship, but like final success and finals appearances and finals, you know, that experience. But it's like, if they beat the Nuggets, like, what would that mean, like, for that team? Like, like in, in regards to, like, being legendary, you know? Because it's like, they beat the three best teams in, in, the, in the NBA, you know? Yeah. I mean... If they win, then I think, or if they win, Jimmy Butler is a Hall of Famer. Ooh. I would say that. Yeah. Lock, like a lock? Mm-hmm. He's a Hall of Fame lock? Yeah. I would say that too. And then, you know, there's a lot of possibilities to what the outcome of the finals can be. Uh-huh. But I really want to focus on, I, th- I think we, uh, um, let me think here. I want to discuss the 3-0. Yeah. yeah that's all I want to discuss. Hmm. Because Miami was great until game four. Yeah. And no knock on Miami. They won the series. Right. They're in the finals. Good for them. Mm-hmm. But the weakness that was shown in games four through six, mm-hmm. I think, or I know Denver is going to take advantage of. Yeah, absolutely. Do you think that Denver's just watching and like, oh, they they won the series. They were down 3-0, but they still won, you know. Mm-hmm. Or they were up 3-0, but they won at 7. Yeah. You know, it's okay. We'll, we'll get them. No. Honestly, if you were a head coach of a team who was already in the finals waiting 
and you're inspecting your opponent to not only win the series, but win it in four or five games, mm-hmm. and they go to seven, are you telling your team, all right, we're pulling up film right now. We're watching the footage of every weakness. Because mm-hmm. I am. Yeah. You know, you have to focus on the weak points. And, you know, Denver has some of their own, but not nearly as crucial as Miami's. Mm-hmm. I think what 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 I find pretty intriguing is that there's been a lot of great, great, great head coaches um, that we've seen recently. I mean, Doc Rivers, who, I mean, put took the Sixers all the way to the third seed, I believe. But yeah, it was the third seed. I mean... Um, Bud, obviously, he's the, the, probably one of the best coaches in the NBA, and he's, he got fired, you know, he got kicked. Um, there's been a lot of coaches on both sides that have been fired, but, but two that have really stuck around for a really long time have been Malone and Spolstra, you know? And it's like, what, like, like, this is what is the result of keeping your coach for a long time, really tending to these guys, and also, Jimmy Butler's been with the Heat for a a pretty decent time now, you know. It hasn't been as long as Jokic, but it's been a pretty decent time that he's been on that team. Yeah, you know? since the bubble. Yeah, since the yeah since that year, and it's like Jokic and Jamal Murray. I mean, they were drafted there. You know, they were they were built from the start. You know, MPJ as well, and it's like you you take these teams, these young guys, and you really build them around one solid coach, and this is the result of that. And you know, props to bo- both teams' managements. You know, it's like. This is they they kind of grinded it out, but I think what's different about the Nuggets that is that that sticks out to me the most I think is that Malone has like an eight guy lineup, you know, it's he plays eight guys in the playoffs. I mean, the, so do the Heat though. That's that's true, but he's done that for years at this point. He's only played Jokic, Jamal. Uh, KPJ, I mean, KCP when he had them, or when he had them, and he still has them now, but it's like, when he has these guys, these core guys, he doesn't need a 15-guy f- roster. He needs a, he needs eight guys, five starters, and then three guys to, to keep in their rotation. And those lineups have failed throughout the years, but I wonder if the conditioning that he's put them through and the losses he's put them through has, has kind of... I don't know, like, like brought their stamina up to, to, you know, close it out in a series like this, you know? Like, I wonder if their eight guys can beat the 12 Heat guys that play or something. You know what I'm saying? Well, you talk about stamina. Mm-hmm. Denver won in four games. Right. They've had a week to prepare for the NBA Finals. Mm-hmm. Miami has two days. Yeah. And, well, you know, a five-day difference doesn't seem like much, but it really is. You're drained, you're tired, you don't want to, you know, you just want a rest day. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure Denver had at least two. Yeah. But Miami's had none. And they're not going to get one. They're going to practice today. Yeah. They're going to practice, um, yes, or was it yesterday? Tomorrow. Yeah. I mean, I guess tomorrow's game one of the NBA Finals. Right. But, you know, well, they have to at least... Consider the idea of or Spolstra. I'm talking about. He has to at least consider the idea of playing some guys who, like Haywood Highsmith. Mm-hmm. You know, he 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 goes in the game. He does his job. Kevin right. Love. He didn't really play much, but 
Mm-hmm. I think he'd be a good piece. He's made the finals every year he's made the playoffs. I want that to be thought about. Yeah. Yeah, he has. So, you know, you Who look Caleb, at... Caleb, you're talking about? Yeah. Yeah. You know, you look at those guys, and you just wonder, Bam struggled last series. Mm-hmm. You know, and... He did. To me, how is he going to... He's not going to have time to just pick it up. Right. I mean, you don't just get out of a slump in a day. Mm-hmm. It takes it takes practice. It takes work. Yeah. And so, I mean, I get they're professionals, but it's still going to take more work than you would you would think. Right. So. And he has a tough matchup in Jokic. Exactly. And in, yeah. And, you know, Jokic in the last, I think, five games, they're 5-0 and oh against... I think they're five and zero against Miami in their last five games or something mm-hmm. like that, but Jokic has dominated Bam Adebayo. Yes, yeah. I think we have a lot of evidence to choose from, and and we all know that this is going to be a very heated series. They both have had their fair shares of fights and and kind of you know going at each other a lot uh, uh, in the regular season. And this, I I know for a fact that this finals matchup is going to be heated and it's going to have its fair share of of physical encounters and just a lot of stuff that we're going to have to prepare for, obviously. Um, but my, I, I guess one of the big things for me is is kind of I don't know, just looking at looking at where we're at and looking at uh um. What what both of these teams have accomplished, and it's like what what do you think is gonna like you know happen? Because in all honesty, the the Nuggets could just beat the Heat in four, you know, like just outright they could just dominate. Like you said, they've been dominating them all all season long. But like, what is uh what you, what do you think the outcome would be? Like, who who do you think has like more of a fight? Because Jimmy Butler's not gonna back down, you know. And so it's like, what what do you think is, is going to happen? Well, the Heat aren't going to back down. Mm-hmm. And honestly, I don't want to knock Denver down at all. Mm-hmm. You know, they earned their finals run, but mm-hmm. they played against a Timberwolves squad with who? Ant-Man and, and Cat, I guess. And then they played, um, who did they play second round? can't think of the top of my head. Uh, the Suns. Oh, yeah. The Suns. Who were great, but... Well, everybody picked them to be the finals as soon as they made the Durant trade, but... But Aiton was terrible. He was. And they have no bench, like I had said all... Basically (laughs) since the KD trade. Yeah. And then they played the Lakers, who were the seventh seed. Mm. Shouldn't have probably even made the conference finals. Well, against Ja, probably. Probably. Going up against Jaw, you probably would have beat him. And then going up against the the so Warriors. The, there's no know. knock on Denver, but their run to the finals has been very easy. Arguably, Whereas yeah. Miami beat the best team in basketball. Mm-hmm. Also the second the best third team. Best right? team third, yeah, the third best team in basketball. Yeah. And the Knicks, who were actually very competitive and good. Yeah, there was a lot of there was a lot of competition to go around between Randall and uh, 
Brunson, at least. And Randall didn't even play. Right. But still, Miami. Miami got the job done. Mm-hmm. And so you have to wonder if Denver is underestimating the underdog. Mm-hmm. That's what happens all the time. Yeah. The underdog is underestimated, and they come out, you know, they come out and they win. Yeah. So you have to assume, I mean, I'm assuming that Denver understands what Miami is mm-hmm. and how good they are considering the playoffs, but mm-hmm. you never know. Mm-hmm. And so I'm wondering, you know, I've really thought about this. Miami has a chance to take the first two games of the series in Denver. Right. Even if they take just one of those games, it's it's a big win, yeah. And then go home and take a game or two. Right. There is a chance. I mean, there's a chance for everything. But I think there's a stronger chance that Miami sweeps Denver than Denver sweeps Miami mm-hmm. because I don't know how Denver is going to perceive Miami. Right. They didn't know who they were facing, and that's an issue. Mm-hmm. You know, because you have to game plan against who you're going to go against. Yeah. Miami's game been game planning to go against Denver for, like, a few days now because mm-hmm. they planned to fly to Denver before yesterday's game. Yeah. And so... They've been expecting to go against Denver. Uh huh. They've been practicing as if they're going to go against Denver. Right. But has Denver been practicing to go against Miami? The pace between the two teams have been, are totally different. They really are. I mean, when Jimmy, especially when Jimmy Butler takes control of the, the ball on the court, you know, like when he runs the offense, they play really fast, you know. And between uh, Struess and Zeller, or Martin and, like, all those guys, like, I think they they have a legit chance to just outplay Denver. I think that too. Mm-hmm. And you know, you said Denver plays eight guys. Mm-hmm. Tyler Hero is coming back game three. That's right. the target. Yeah. Yeah, they have even more weapons than they than have even had playing. Tyler Hero, and they made it this far. Right. You know, and but, I think that's what makes it so much more impressive. Right. Denver had their whole team, all the playoffs, and they well, played easier. All competition. eight guys that they need, yeah. Miami was without their second or their third best player. Yeah. And they made it to the finals against by going against two of the top three teams in basketball mm-hmm. and another strong playoff team. But I think I mean, I'm not I'm not gonna try to play Devil's Advocate here, but it's like, do you think they even would want Tyler here to play? I mean it's it's a far fetched idea, but it's like Absolutely they've been, they've been playing so well. They've been lacking three point shooting. They have, but they've but Tyler Hero also takes possessions away from Jimmy Butler. Tyler Not Hero really. also takes possessions. He away didn't from, it in twenty twenty. That was three. He years didn't it last year. Tyler Hero is a much better player he now than he was two years ago. But last year even, they went to Game Seven with uh, Boston last I'm not, year. I'm not saying it can't happen. I'm just saying like Jimmy, Jimmy Butler's Butler. gonna do what Jimmy Butler does. Right. If anything, he takes shots away from Bam Adebayo, and if you're the Heat, you are loving that idea. Right. Oh, that's fair, that's fair, but I also I I don't I don't know if that that congruency and that that chemistry that they have this whole series or have had this whole playoff run would be affected or not by by Tyler Hero's return. I'm not saying I'm not saying it's a bad idea. I'm not saying that they shouldn't. I'm just saying that it it it's a possibility. It's 
not out of the picture to say that Tyler Hero has been, uh, or that Tyler Hero coming back could result in maybe you know some some lack of chemistry, some lack of of you know that that pace or that whatever the offense flowing. I don't know, I don't know, but I'm just saying that that could be a possibility. So maybe keep an eye on that. You know. I think that's a possibility, but you know, Hero is. Good enough. He has experience in the finals. That's one thing. That's true. He played in twenty twenty, and he yeah. actually played very well in the bubble. He did. That's where you kind of shoot show up or yeah. showed out. Yeah, I so, think a lot of players did. You know, I think or you know, Hero is a guy who I don't think is gonna you know miss time and then come back and affect the chemistry. Mm-hmm. Because if anything. Like I said, he just takes away shots from guys who aren't making shots. Mm-hmm. He just takes someone's spot who isn't doing well. Right. And that might be what Miami needs, you know? That's true. Yeah, absolutely. Um, but, I mean, aside from that, I think let's let's touch up a little bit about the Heat Celtics series itself. Because I think that was a huge... I mean, all around, I think that was a, a, a huge series, but... Uh, specifically, Game Six, I think is has been was kind of crazy, you know. Um, just how they slipped, how they slipped away, you know. The this the Celtics kind of uh, took took that game away from the the uh, the Heat in a in a very weird fashion. Yeah, um, you know, Boston had all the momentum. They took away. They took four through six. Yeah. They took three in a row. Mm-hmm. And then they got game seven at home. Yeah. It was almost a guarantee for, in Boston's perspective that we're right. going to win. We're right. going to close this out at home. They, we have all the momentum and we're at home. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's over. Yeah. We're going to the finals. But, you know. That first possession with Tatum. That first possession, 26 seconds in the game, Jason yeah. Tatum turned his ankle. And it wasn't just like a tweak. It was, he, he, I'm sure he did something to it. Yeah. And, you know, he said he played through it, and it swelled up. And, you know, really, it was a somewhat close game until it wasn't. And, mm-hmm. you know, when it was close, though, Tatum was doing the th- things that you would want him to do. Mm-hmm. But he wasn't doing it as good as he would. Right. So you have to assume, you know, that's one thing. You know, there's a knock on Denver playing not a lot of competition. And then you get to Miami, who... You know, Giannis missed two games. They've had some luck, for sure. Randall missed the whole series. Tatum rolls his ankle in the first possession of Game 7. Right. Both teams have their knocks, but I think... But, you know, Miami won Game 7, not just because Tatum got hurt. I think they would have won either way, though, because they played as a team. Yeah. There was no stopping Caleb Martin. Mm Mm-hmm. And Jimmy Butler went out and did his thing. Yeah. All with Bam struggling. And they still went by 20. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, that's a good point. I I think on the other end, though, Derek White really, I mean, as I've said, there have been a lot of players. I think every every player has had his moment um, in this in this uh, playoff or this postseason. But I think Derek White's game six into game seven, I mean, he, he looked like he could do everything out there, you know. He was kind of a player that kind of was sort of 
going under the radar last season, going into this season, but he really started to shine just throughout making good plays, being a defensive stopper. But but offensively, I think this series against um, against the Heat kind of proved why he is why he deserves to be, you know, in a, in a in the core rotation of the Celtics lineup. And the crazy thing is, Caleb Martin wasn't even supposed to be on the team. Right. You know. He was he was made he made five hundred thousand last year, mm-hmm. and then he earned himself a three year twenty million dollar contract. Mm-hmm. And this year, you know, he showed up quite a quite a bit, but not much until just the Celtic series. Yeah, and so to play well against the sec a top three team in the NBA, you know that's one thing, but to do it at the level that he did, it mm-hmm. wasn't that he went from eight points a game to fourteen. Mm-hmm. He went from like ten to 26. Right. You know, and he, I said it myself at the beginning of the podcast, he fully deserved the conference MVP. And so he didn't win it. And, you know, I think that's just voter bias. They're going to pick the bigger name. <laughs> yeah. Just for the clicks. But, you know, Kayla Martin was great. And I don't expect him to slow down. Yeah, I agree. And well, I'd say that about wraps it up. Yeah, I would too. I think it's a good, I mean, not a very long episode, but I think we kind of covered everything that we need to cover about, um, I guess, a preview of the of the NBA Finals. Well, actually, there's one news. Uh, oh. The Detroit Pistons are seriously considering um, Monty Williams to be their next head coach. And if they make an offer, it is expected that he will be the highest paid coach in NBA history. Wow. Or in in the NBA. Right, as of so currently. So it's either going to be 5 for 50 mm-hmm. or 6 for 60. So, yeah. Um, yeah, I and mean, if he gets a bag, that's, you know, that's good for him. Yeah. And, you know, he's very good. He is, and I think that the Pistons could definitely use somebody like him to kind of cultivate the, the star talent, you know, especially since they have a lot of untapped talent. But, um, yeah, absolutely. I think that about wraps wraps up today's today's pod don't forget to give us a five-star rating and um hope to see you next time yeah take care